is episode 152 of Bella in Your Business. The best of Bella. Today, we are taking you back to episode number 36 with one of my favorite human beings in the marketing space, maybe even in the world, uh, my good friend Marcus Sheridan. If you have not ever heard his name, stop what you're doing right now and go look him up because this man is not only knowledgeable, but he's inspiring and he's inspired numerous pet sitters and dog walkers to take action. Marcus and I go on a deep dive about content marketing and what that means. Content marketing is basically anything you put out there, whether it be video, audio, or written or pictorial, you know, graphics and how that can help your business. I think this episode is really important and I picked this to feature on the best of Bella series because I don't want you to be making the mistake I see happening so much. I see people finally getting on the blogging bandwagon, but they're not really blogging to help themselves. The blog that they're doing is it's crap. I'm going to just say it. It is crap. It does not help them. It is competing against like, you know, worldly blogs like pet tips to keep your pet safe this summer, like yawn, snooze, you know, whereas in this episode with Marcus, you're going to see how making it more local and making it about the things that people are searching for is going to help you tremendously. So I'm putting this on the best of Bella because I don't want you to blog just to blog. I want you to understand what creating good content means. So without further ado, here is my interview with Marcus Sheridan. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. I'm Bella Vasta, and I have such a treat for you guys today. I have the sales lion, insert here, (laughs) Marcus (laughs) Sheridan with me, who is the self-proclaimed used-to-be pool guy, but now digital marketer. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm with you. So that means I'm good. I'm going to be energized and I love your people, as you know. So it's great to be here. I know. It's not every day I get to talk to someone the New York Times calls a web marketing guru. (laughs) (laughs) But Marcus, I want to pull it back for our listeners back to 2012 when I first met you. It was a really tiny, tiny conference in Las Vegas. There was only like 12 of us there. And I just remember being blown away by how captivated you were. And how you knew everyone's names. You just really changed the face of my company at the time. And I was focusing on my pet sitting company then. And as luck may have it, I ended up in the airport with you waiting for our flights. And Marcus, I don't know if you know this, but that was like a life-changing moment for me. Because you were like, Bella, you can do anything. Like, you're going to do this coaching thing. Like, you can totally do it. And fast forward, I've sold the pet sitting company. And now I am doing the coaching company. And... I'm going to get into this in a little bit, but you have this great new book. Finally, I know it was like such a labor of love. They ask you answer. There's a section in here where you talk about being a media company with your company, which is totally what I've turned into. But before we we get into all of that, why don't you just give the quick story for everyone so they know who you are, how you got there from the pool business to the sales lion. Yeah, here's the quick 101. I started in 2001 a swimming pool company with two friends. You know, we struggled along up until 2008 when the market crashed, and that's when we were in big trouble. We lost a huge amount of money, 
and we were on the edge of bankruptcy by January of 2009. In fact, I can specifically remember I had 16 employees sitting at home. I was three weeks overdrawn in my business bank account. We were maxed out on all of our business credit cards. And it was just brutal. You know, it was a tough time, Bella. You as a business owner understand yeah. you have your highs and lows. And that was a really, really low time. But that's when I started to say, okay, I've got to generate more traffic, more leads, more sales than we ever have. We just don't have any money to do it. And of course, I turned to the internet and I started to read and saw these fancy phrases like inbound and content marketing and social media, digital marketing, all these things. But, you know, to me, what I essentially read in my simple pool guy mind was, so Marcus, if you just obsess over the questions that people ask you every day, their fears, their issues, their worries, their concerns, and you're willing to address them on your website through text and video, you just might save the business. And so we embraced a four-word philosophy, which of course is they ask, you answer. Yay! <laughs> and to make a long story short, we became the most traffic swimming pool website in the world. And today we get about 600, 700,000 visitors a month during the summer. And we started manufacturing pools as well because, you know, we got so many leads from all over the country that people trusted us and they wanted to buy from us. And so now I've got dealers that are sprouting up everywhere. And it was just so great. And, and I started telling that story of what I was doing. And I started a personal blog called The Sales Lion. This was actually late 2009, so still pretty early in the game. Nobody really paid attention for the first year or so, but then all of a sudden somebody said to me, so do you think you could show our company how you did that with your pool company? And somebody else said, could you tell that story at our conference, at our event? And it just snowballed, and now I get to travel around the world and speak to wonderful people, businesses big and small, and hopefully make a difference. It's been an amazing ride. Oh, I think making a difference is an understatement. <laughs> you create like a tsunami. One of the things I want our listeners to understand is that Marcus is like, a, he's about balance and he's a family guy first. So while you'll hear a lot of noise out there that says, you've got to break your back, you've got to like just work like 16 uh, hours grind, a day grind. or more. Yeah. yeah, and Marcus isn't like that. And he lives it. And he created this show. Could you tell everyone what the balance is? I've learned so much personally yeah. about you. And that inspired me for my vlogs too. Oh, like, thank it's you. just seriously, you know, believe it or not. So I'm gonna be really honest with you because you know, you're my friend. And let me just preface by saying, I think Gary Vaynerchuk is a great guy and has a great message and I think he's impacted a lot of people for good. But at the same time, everybody has a particular style, has a particular mm -hmm. way that fits them. And Gary actually says this a lot. He says, you be you. You don't have to be me, you be you. He says this a lot. Well, one time I was teaching a group of people in Scotland, as a matter of fact, and I said, do any of you ever watch The Daily V? And everybody in the room is like, yeah, I've watched that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, so does anybody here ever get a little bit depressed after watching that? <laughs> it was like you could tell people looked around and then like people started to slowly raise their hand. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I said, why? And then we had this amazing conversation of people saying, I don't feel like I can be that person. I want to crush it at home. Like I want – to win big at home, I want to win big in my personal life. I want to win big in the office. Yeah. And so I said, you know, maybe I'll show how I'm trying to do that. Keyword being trying, right? Because we're all on this journey and nobody's got to figure it out. 
And so we finished season one. Season two will start in a couple of weeks. And it's been a lot of fun. And it's been really fun, too, because just like you said, it's like you have different conversations with people when they have seen the inside of your home. Yeah. You know, it's just a different vibe. And, and I really have enjoyed it a lot. Very, very much. Right. I want to know what I need to do to get a tile up in your basement. And if any of you are wondering <laughs> what I mean, go check out the balance from Marcus. Marcus, there's so many places I could take this because so many things are going through my head. It's so exciting and I could talk to you for hours. But I'm going to ask you, how did you realize that you kind of needed to slow down and start listening more? And then giving people the answers, you know, because so many of us, we have these blogs. And I also think it's interesting that this was almost 10 years ago now that you kind of started on this and the internet was so different back then. But you really kind of figured out that you needed to start answering people's questions in the most honest, authentic, transparent way. And yeah, I know you have five different ways of doing that too. Yeah. Why don't you think more people listen? And why do you think people are afraid of just giving real honest answers? So there's so many reasons for that. You know, a lot of us are still living in the 90s where we feel like the more we hold back and wait until we're face to face with the individual, the better off we are. Yeah. Used to be you called the car salesperson and said, how much is that car in the lot? And he said, oh, well, you know, just come on in. Well, come on in. The idea of that conversation today is laughable. Yeah. Like that conversation doesn't happen anymore. Right. All those guys are gone. Yeah. They're no longer in business if they continue to say that. And so... So much of that has occurred over these years. And it's been, you know, for me, I always feel so blessed that I didn't get an MBA, that I wasn't like in a business school. It didn't taint your mind. Totally. I didn't overcomplicate it. I didn't suffer from the curse of knowledge. To me, it was like my simple pool guy brain was just answer their questions. I can do that. I knew I was a pretty decent teacher. I can do that. Now, of course, I had my bumps along the road, but I could do that. And it only made sense. And I realized, too, it was like, I can't do a lot of things well, but I can look in the mirror and say, well, how do I behave? How do I buy? What do I want to see? And so that's when we started to address things that nobody had addressed, like how much does – in our case, we sold fiberglass pools, right? So we addressed the hard questions that nobody wanted to address for some crazy reason that most pool companies – to this day, Bella, haven't addressed. Like, how much does a fiberglass pool cost? Or what are the problems with a fiberglass pool? Or how does fiberglass pools compare to concrete pools? You know, which is better? And these are the type of things that nobody did. Because it's like, it's crazy stuff. Fiberglass pool guys saying, okay, our biggest competitor is concrete pools. So in order to deal with the problem, this is what we're going to do. We're not even going to talk about them on our website. And if we don't talk about them, nobody will know they exist. Which is so stupid. <laughs> But, you know, businesses still think like this. Like, people are dumb. No, they're not dumb. Like, at this point, we have the most educated buyer in the history of the world. They might start off as ignorant, but they won't always be ignorant. So you might as well be the one that they're going to learn all of it from because they're going to learn it all from somewhere. Yes. I was just having that conversation with someone. They said, well, I don't want to talk about the other pet sitters in the area. I don't want to talk about the other companies. And I'm like, people are going to find out anyways. So why not gain trust from your website? And something that you were just saying, these are some of your timeless topics, the whole cost, the comparison, the problems, 
these are blogs or titles and things that you can use across every industry. This is timeless. This isn't only for pools. You could do this for widgets. There's basically five subjects that move the economy. Like mm-hmm. literally, when somebody's going to buy something, product, service, you name it, doesn't matter, they move the needle. And if you just think back to the last thing you bought or the last company you engage, you research these five things. You wanted to know how much was it going to be, you wanted to know what are the potential issues with that thing. Yeah. So whether it's a method, whether it's a widget, whether it's a piece of equipment, it doesn't matter what it is. You want to know how could this blow up in my face? What are other people saying that's wrong with this thing? Okay. Yeah. Number three is you want to compare that thing versus another thing because there's all these options out there. And so psychologically, we have to feel like we have vetted. The only way you can feel like you can vet is if you have one versus another and possibly you know some others. And so this is how we do it today. So that's the third thing versus comparisons. The fourth one is reviews. That's obvious. We prolifically research what other people have said about companies, about products, about services. And the fourth one is we always want to know what is the best thing, best company, best this, best that, but we want to know the best. It doesn't mean that we're going to go with the best, but we like knowing because it helps us make a decision. And that literally moves our economy. So we call those the big five. They're in the book. We describe them and it's crazy, Bella. But you know, you've heard me talk about this stuff for six years now and most companies still don't do it. Mm-hmm. Crazy. They're afraid. They're afraid. Or they're an ostrich. Can you tell our listeners what the ostrich effect yeah. is here? I, yeah. I never, ever forgot this from the moment that I first heard this from you. Yeah. I think the philosophy that most companies embrace with their digital platforms, their website, is ostrich marketing. And it comes from this idea that the ostrich, when it has a problem, it buries its head in the sand, which actually is a myth, but it's a great example. And so it's easy to see, and we've all heard it. And it buries its head in the sand because it thinks the problem eventually will go away, right? But the problem never goes away. And so therefore we have a choice. Choice is we can either address it and own it, in fact, possibly make it a strength, or we can pretend that the person just all of a sudden isn't going to be worried about, so what are the problems with the fiberglass pool? No, they're not going to forget. (laughs) I love it. Towards the end of the book, the part that really kind of lit me on fire, and this is kind of like the newer sales line, the newer stuff, and it's very indicative of a lot of stuff that you're putting out. On page 191, I'm going to be so specific here. You answer the question about just how important is video to inbound and content marketing and just this explosion of video and how Mark Zuckerberg is coming out and saying, guys, like (laughs) you do video, I'm going to reward you for it. And you talking about being so trustworthy and transparent and sharing and how important video is becoming part of the sales process and the transparency and the trust. Let's talk about that. Because you're killing it on that too. Thank you, buddy. That's the balance, you know? This is one of those things where there's a stat out now that I think is so profound, Bella. And the stat is this. By 2019, 80% of the content that is consumed online is going to be video. 2019 is not far away. And anybody that disbelieves that number, just hang around a teenager for more than five minutes. They (laughs) only, only view videos or images, but that's all they do. It's not a textual base generation at all. And, and so we can complain about it, but that doesn't really help, right? right? And so based on that, the question is, what are we doing about it? Well, to counteract that, there's a group of people, business owners, folks in general, that like to say two things. A, 
I don't watch videos. And B, I'm not good on video. Yeah. Well, see, that's fundamentally flawed. And you know why, but I'm going to say it anyway. No, please go for it. Preach it. <laughs> because nobody cares how you feel about video. <laughs> the only thing people care about is, can I learn about that thing the way I want to learn about it so that I have enough trust to give that company my money? Yeah. That is how it works. That's the simple psychology of it. And so nobody ever says, I will forgive you that you don't feel comfortable on camera. I'm now going to take that into account. Here's my <laughs> No. They want to know you, like you, trust you, hear you, yeah. listen to you. Yeah. And so this is why it's so important. Now, a video tip, if you will. Okay. Oftentimes, people say, if I want to do video, where should I start? Well, where you should always start is what we call the 80% video. And the 80% video is this. And you know this, Bella, from years in the pet sitting space. When you go on a sales appointment and meet with somebody for the first time, 80% of the questions you get are always the same things. Yeah. Always the same questions. Yeah. And so the 80% video is the video that addresses the 80% of questions you get on that first sales call. Mm -hmm. Now, why is that so important? Because at this point, we have to have a singular goal, which is this. I'm going to be successful with sales, whatever my business is. I have to make sure they have seen my face, heard my voice, and listened to my doctrines, my philosophies, my teachings before I see their face, before I hear their voice. Yeah. And this is really important, right? And so video is the ticket for that. For years, for years, I used to knock on doors as a pool guy when I had a sales appointment. That is called hustling, people. Hustling. Yeah. Well, <laughs> let's, say I no. let's, say, let's say it was at 6 p.m. at night. I knock yeah. on the door, and for years, I would hear the same thing. A little kid in the background would say, Mom, Dad, pool guy's here. And then I started to do video. And then I started to send video out, the 80% video, before I got there. And then it started to get really interesting. Because then I started to hear, Mom, Dad, the guy on the video <laughs> is here. <laughs> and then, Bella, then I started to hear, and this is where it got most interesting of all, Mom, Dad, Marcus is here. Whoa. <laughs> And that's when you know you are going to have a very different conversation yeah. with that prospect, right? And that's the goal of video. I remember you telling us at one of the places I've seen you speak that you would even say like, hey, I'm confirming our appointment in two days. Did you get a chance to read that stuff or watch that stuff I sent you? No, no. Okay, it's all right. Well, it's really important that you do before I come so that you could be best prepared or da, 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 like we'll reschedule it. And they're like, what? <laughs> like you just flipped the script, but that's a chapter in the book and I call it assignment selling. Yeah. Assignment selling means, you know, both people have a dog in the fight. Yeah. If you want to be really great with sales, you have to establish early on that this is a two way street mm -hmm. that you're going to give, I'm going to give, and that we're both going to work to make this relationship work. Yeah. It's a lot like a marriage, right? Yeah. And so, Unless both work, generally it's not successful. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like for years, I would go on appointments, Bella, and people would ask the dumbest questions. 
And I remember thinking to myself, these questions are so dumb. And then I like it hit me one day. I'm like, no, no, dummy. You're the dumb one. <laughs> yeah. They're not dumb. Yeah. They are a byproduct of the fact that you have allowed them to be uneducated. To be uninformed. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And so I said, well, how do we stop that? And of course, that's when we integrated content into the sales process. And that's when we committed people to watch certain videos or read certain guides before we got there. Yeah. And I'm telling you what, the closing rates just exploded. It was unbelievable. You know, and I taught that to organizations now around the globe, and it's the same every time. It's the same every time. It's like people are amazed how much vetting folks will do before they buy. Right. And we underestimate it. You know what's crazy, Bella? What? It's like one question I love to ask audiences is, on average, how many pages do you think a potential customer would be willing to read before they buy? Do you know, I don't care the industry. Everybody says the same thing, two to three. Two to three. And it's like, two to three? Two to freaking three? <laughs> Are you, I mean, what? <laughs> so think about that. Like, you even take the pet sitting space. Yep. This is like a child yeah. that yeah. you're going to entrust somebody with. It's worth more than five minutes of their time. Mm-hmm. To vet the company, mm-hmm. but yet we say things like two to three, mm-hmm. and the reason why we say that is because we've got this very just like myopic vision of consumers. Heck, there's people this, listening to this that recently had to decide between an iPhone and a Samsung, and they read dozens and dozens of articles or videos yeah. comparing the two because they didn't want to screw up. Yeah. I love it. And there was um, a point I also remember in the book too, and it goes along with what you're saying. It's like you were able to track that after someone consumed X amount, I think it was 12 that I remember 12 pages of your website at the time that the chances of you closing the sale was exponentially higher. And I just think about all of the pet sitters who say, I don't know what to blog about. I don't want to blog. Like those five things that you just told us about could be used for every single keyword, you guys. Like all you got to do is get cracking on it. And may it sound like you're saying the same thing over and over again? Maybe, probably, but people are going to be looking for that stuff. And if they can find it through you, if you can, I took your method and I used to have like, say, dog walking. And then I'd tell what the service was, but then I'd say, do you want to see what it looks like? Here's a link to a video. Do you wonder what happens on it? Link to a blog and it described it. So it kind of came more alive for them. It does. It works. Marcus, last night, I had someone tell me for coaching that I was currently on their TV (laughs) because they were watching me on YouTube and that they listened to like all of my podcasts and they were reading my blogs and they wanted to buy something. I never met this person in my life. But she felt like she knew me. She was able to consume my content. And for this is a great thing for people that say, I hate to sell, to really consider flipping the script on this. Because your content does that selling, right? So here's the question. Did that gal have a face-to-face sales appointment with you? Nope. I don't even know where she lives to this day. Now, see, therein lies the debate. You didn't have one with her, but did she have one with you? Yes, she did. If you're on her screen, mm-hmm. if she's in there listening to your stuff, definitively, yeah. she did have a face-to-face with you. Yeah. And so the way that we're defining face-to-face sales is changing. It's evolving into this magical thing that we can go on a multiplicity of sales appointments at one time. We can teach people when we are asleep. We can be in their home teaching them when we ourselves are playing with our kids. Yeah. That is the beauty of this. 
And so people get into the pet sitting space because they have a serious love of animals. And that is a beautiful thing. And what's sad about it is many of them, when they get into business, the thing that they love causes them also the most pain and stress. Yeah. Because it sucks the joy out of it. It's like the chef Mm -hmm. that starts the restaurant. And this thing that is food causes him or her just to completely go crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do to make our life easier? And what we're talking about here is these are principles that are going to last forever. Yeah. I would challenge everyone. Don't see a quote as blogging per se. See it as you must be the best teacher in your space. You must be more helpful than anyone else. When somebody has a question, do they think of you? Do they go to you? Do they know that, yes, Bella has it. She will provide. And if you have that goal, well, then you will say, okay, I can do this. I will produce the content. I will turn that video camera on for the first time. I'll embrace the messy. And that's one other side to this. I think it's critical to to bring up, Bella, is one of the most important phrases to this whole thing is that period of time from when we are just terrible at something Mm -hmm. to the moment when we start to get it. Right. That's the phase of embracing the messy. And most people, they just want it to be perfect out of the gate. That's not the human way. We don't just come out of the womb walking. That would be funny. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It just doesn't happen. And so we have to allow for this and be okay with good. The goal isn't perfection. The goal is progress. Progress over perfection every single time. Right. Well, Marcus, as we wrap this up, which I hate to do because I could keep going, I am relieved and excited to know that I am going to ask you to sign this book at Social Media Marketing World 2017. Can't wait to see you there. I am so excited. I'm thrilled that you're going to be there. The energy of that event is contagious. You will see. It's going to be wonderful. I already can feel it. And I already started looking up different speakers. And I'm just, I'm so excited to go. Admittedly, it's the first time I'll be away from Olivia since she's come over from the hospital for that period of time. But you know what? You got to do stuff for yourself and invest back in your business. And I'm so excited that you're going to be presenting. Kate McQuillan from Ireland's going to be there. Uh, Kirsten and Liliana and um, a couple other pet sitters are joining us as well. So we're going to have a good old time, you guys. I got a feeling y'all might have a late night meetup somewhere. I just got that feeling. Well, duh, we're all staying at the same hotel. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be like a dorm room for like four days. Oh, so sorority sisters. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Marcus, thank you so much. How can people get this book right now if they want? I'm going to put a link to like Amazon. Is there any other way that you want them to do it? So Amazon is great. Barnes and Noble, you can get it there too. Just type in They Ask You Answer. Anybody has any questions, you can just email me, Marcus at thesaleslion.com. But one favor I would ask anybody, if they read it, please review it because that helps a lot. And so please give a review on Amazon if anybody's ever read it or applied it. And uh, Bella, it's been so great talking to you. You look great. For sure. Your Thank blue you. eyes always just have this radiance about them. So it was so, <laughs> so good you. to you today. I want to offer the first person to email me at Bella at Jump. Con- uh, you know what? No, the first three people to email me at Bella at JumpConsulting.net. I will mail you one of these personally because it will change your life. I promise. And I'm not just saying that. Like, 
It's changed my life. Marcus, thanks for all the time putting that into it. You guys, this is another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please like and subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.